It's time for Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tonight's game is brought to you by Dutch Miller Auto Group, Dr. Mark Subic, Marshall Orthopedics, Farmar Stores, ProSource, State Electric Supply Company, Wendy Schmidt Family Restaurant Group. Now, let's head to the stadium for all of the game action on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome out to Lately Field, the site for tonight's high school football matchup between the Huntington Highlanders and the Capitol Cougars. I'm Christian Palmer, welcomed alongside by Woody Woodrum. Woody, both of these teams are coming off of big wins and will try to carry that momentum from last week into tonight's game. No doubt about it. Uh, you know, the Capitol Cougars had been 0-2, and, and they've been knocked around pretty good, 83-26 against Parkersburg South and 93-7 against Hurricane in a game where they played all 12-minute quarters. Uh, but at St. Albans, they got it going, 48-18, got a big night out of Camden Harris, as you heard us talk about with uh, Coach Seals, and had a freshman step up and have a really nice night. With his first rush, he went for a 68-yard touchdown, uh, and, and, you know, but when you look at this team, they've got four juniors and they all start on the offensive line. There are no seniors starting anywhere. Uh, there are not very many seniors even listed on the roster. And we're not sure about how many of those kids are even still here. So, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to win when you don't have consistency and Mark is six and 18 after three years, Mark Mason, very good friend of mine played for the herd. And we, we spoke this week, and it's hard to build it when you're always up against it. And, you know, the legislators are talking about changing the transfer rule now. And I think the teams in Canal Valley, 47 of the 74 players statewide that have transferred have been right here in Canal County. Yeah, and we've seen, you know, lopsided scores all across the state this year. It's like every every halftime when you are reading through the scores <laughs> there, there are at least four or five lopsided scores. And you mentioned Capital, victim of a few of them to start the season, a 83-26 to 26 loss to open the season to Parkersburg South and then losing 93-7 to 7 against Hurricane. But the big win last week and the offense scoring 48 points in the win. And they also had 26 points against Parkersburg South. They like their young sophomore quarterback, Fernando Valdivia. They've got some building pieces for the future. Yeah, he uh, he had 7 of 15 last week, 172 yards, threw a touchdown that some reports said it was over 40 yards and others said it was 26 yards. Who knows? But he rushed three times for 53 yards and had a touchdown there. So, you know, if they could hold this group together, and if they can get all four of those juniors back as senior linemen and, and then start to get some of those sophomores and freshmen trained in the offseason, you know, they, they hopefully can come back. But I'm, I'm telling you, it's an uphill climb. We're looking down here with less than nine minutes on the clock. And honestly, I have seen scrimmage crowds bigger than this at this stadium. I mean, I, I imagine there's going to be four times as many people when the band festival for Canal County uh, plays n- next week. There's just not very many folks here supporting this capital program, and they've only got about 40 kids on the entire roster. So it's an uphill climb. Mark Mason knew what he was in for. He played here uh, when, back when it was Charleston High School uh, and the Mountain Lions, and then Stonewall Jackson was over the other side of town, and the Generals is where my dad went to school and where I was headed until we moved to Winfield. So uh, 
it's an uphill climb here, and I think Mark's doing the best he can under the situation. Yes, and uh, one last note on the Cougars before we switch things over to the defending AAA state champion, Huntington Highlanders. So we mentioned Capitals offense, some bright spots on the team, and a big offensive explosion in last week's win. However, the defense has struggled immensely, and that is putting it lightly. Through three games, the Cougars have allowed 194 points. That's good for an average of 64.6 points from opposing offenses. And Huntington has a very high-powered offense. And, you know, you flip it over to the other side in the two deep, one junior, nine sophomores, one freshman in the starting defensive lineup. I believe but, only eight total upperclassmen on this team. Yeah, the only senior is the kicker. Yep. Uh, you know, and he's supposed to be kicker punter pretty good and then you'd hope you'd have something that that is positive but it's just very very hard to build a team that way uh you know they had only 110 yards of total offense in four quarters against hurricane but against st albans they had 450 yards in offense and the nice thing was they held st albans to not only 18 points but 224 yards of total offense so if nothing else their players are going to come out tonight feeling better about what they did last week and, and hoping against hope that they can come in and figure out some way to slow this Huntington team down that so far nobody's really been able to figure that out this year. They're big, they're tough, they're fast. Mark Mason said all that in the Gazette Mail today. Uh, and, and he goes in, there's a lot of seniors, a lot of juniors on their team, guys who have been through it with Coach Billy Seals and, and knows what he expects and what they expect. I mean, most of the players voted last week to give the team a C-minus on their effort against GW. On so, a game that was almost won by 30 points. Yeah. So they've got pretty high standards right now, and we'll see what happens tonight. I do know that Billy brought all the players dressed. I think there's probably only two reasons for that. One, it's a nice close trip. You can bring up Charleston. And secondly, you probably think they're going to get a chance to play. Yes, yes, sir. And, you know, one, one unfortunate note, a player that won't be in action tonight, DeEdrick Graves. Uh, he's had a tremendous season, seven carries for 113 yards, was Huntington's leading rusher coming into last week's game, but did not play in the game. Zaw Jackson, though, picking up the slack and then some Woody. In last week's win against George Washington, Zaw had 24 carries for 141 yards with two rushing touchdowns. I mean, he got the ball just about every other play. Yeah, and if it wasn't Zaw Jackson, it was Wayne Harris who put on a show last week. I mean, that's all you can say about what he did with football last week. He he scored and, and made plays in about every way you can think of. He was 1-21 rushing. Five for 68 with two touchdowns receiving. He blocked a point after touchdown. He had three tackles, one quarterback pressure, one pass broken up, three interceptions, including one that went for a 95-yard uh, touchdown. I got to think, next time GW wants to get on social media and ride a player from Huntington, I wouldn't pick Wayne Harris again. No, no. Maybe straight away. He took away. it rather badly. Yeah, straight away from the star senior. Yeah. And, you know, he has been so dominant offensively ever since 
joining the Highlanders football team. But last week is really where he started to stand out defensively. He's always been a good defender, and teams don't usually throw at him a whole lot. But, my goodness, those three interceptions was just locked down. And you mentioned the one pick six. He affected the game in every single aspect. He literally outran both teams, even the guys that were blocking for him. He just eventually caught them from the five and ran through the whole group and was out in front of everybody scoring. I, I mean, he he told me, I asked him, I said, how did you get three interceptions? Wouldn't they have quit at some time? He said, well, I got to admit, I kind of deked their quarterback. <laughs> He's, you know, and, and we, we put pressure on him, and that helped too, and they really did. I mean, Abe Fenwick from two weeks ago when he beat Hurricane to last week playing Huntington. Didn't even look like the same kid. Looks like a shell of himself. No, he was like four of 14 for, you know, very little yardage and the three picks by Harrison, one more by Isaiah Jackson. So uh, I I wouldn't throw at those corners very much. I mean, you know, Mikey Johnson and Cleve Ty are no real bargains either at safety. And then you got Marcus Dean who has an interception. Uh, at playing at the uh, outside there. He he uh, is a nice-looking player, too. So these guys have done a tremendous job this year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a secondary that returned all their starters. Of course, one of those starters, Avante Crawford, is now the quarterback. So Mikey Johnson, the basketball player, stepped in. And he's just, like, he's played so well all season long. So... And I've he's, been surprised with his football instincts. The yes. first year that he's playing, playing a safety and kind of letting him just roam around, be a little bit of a center fielder. But multiple yep. plays last week where he just had great breaks on the ball and even uh, one unfortunate call going against him at one of the best pass breakups of the season just separated the man from the ball and flag flew on the play, but uh, maybe the wrong call. Certainly some phantom calls last week, but that was the worst by far. There was no flag and they ran down. They told him that 13 had interfered. All he had done was, like you said, he made an outstanding play. And then when his basketball skills take over, He's got the best hops of any safety I've ever seen, and you would expect that out of a guy who's been a three-year starter for the Highlanders on their very good basketball team. So, uh, you know, the defense is very proud of what they're doing. Uh, You know, they're limiting teams to about three yards of carry on defense. They're really not giving up a lot of yards through the air, and they are constantly pressuring the other quarterback. So, uh, you know, I know that the the youngster uh, Valdivia – has uh, seen some film of this, and he's got him coming at him this week for sure. Yes, he certainly does. The Huntington defense has been excellent all year, defensively and offensively. It's really been a complete team, and even the return game has been very strong. Yes. With Wayne Harris, a couple of returns, four touchdowns this season, and then uh, kind of an unsung hero who hasn't been had have to been used a ton this year besides extra points. Johnny II, you know, that's one thing that a lot of teams do not have the luxury of a solid kicker. And we saw II in pregame hitting field goals from 45 yards with plenty of leg. Yeah, it's very still tonight. There's not a lot of breeze, so it's just bang it away and see how far it'll travel because we've got a perfect football evening up here in the canal valley a lot of pink clouds all around us uh, the sky changes as the sun goes down and it's a beautiful night for a game so a uh, good crowd here uh you know to root on both teams and the captain's out at midfield 
the captains for Huntington High, Cam Veazey, Wayne Harris, Malik McNeely, and Marshall Christus. Then for the Capital Cougars, captains Camden Harris, Ja'Cory Clark, quarterback Fernando Valdivia, and also Thomas Cintron, a sophomore lineman. Huntington won the toss, and as always, they defer to the second half, so uh, Cougars will get the first chance as they come out of their uh, Cougar tunnel down here to the far left of us, down by the scoreboard, and uh, they'll get the first chance on offense to see if they can have some carryover from that St. Albans game. Now Huntington already out onto the field. Capital jogging out of the big Cougar inflatable now. Capital wearing its home blue jerseys with gray numbers and gray helmets, blue pants as well. This is a series that goes back over 100 years to when Charleston would play the Huntington Pony Express for the C&O Bill, and Capital was dominating this series. They still own the overall series lead, 16-10. to 10, But coming up here, Huntington was just 4-10 and 10 in games of Capital, although they won in 2021. But before that, they had lost in 18, 16, 15, and 14. Won in 11, but they lost 9, 8, 5, and 4. So the wins have been few and far between on this turf for Huntington. And we're at home. It's a 6-6, but Huntington has won the last four. So they've had the uh, bell now for three years in a row. You can be sure that the guys wearing blue want to bring that bell back to Charleston. They certainly do, and they are out onto the field now. Senior kicker Johnny I.I. placing the ball on the tee at the 40-yard line. Looks like we got number two is deep back there. That's David Robinson, Jr., number four. What did you say the pronunciation was? Jamar Smith. Jamar Smith. Huntington wearing its away white jerseys with gold pants, green helmets. I.I.'s kick down the field is received by Smith just outside the end zone. He is brought down, but not before he can cross the 15. Finally brought down at the 17-yard line. Landon Miller, the a leader in special teams tackles, gets that stop along with number 16 helping him out, Marcus Dean. So they take the ball at the 1, and they hold him inside the 20. So a 16-yard return by Jamar Smith to start the night. Fernando Valdivia, Capitals' sophomore quarterback, joins the huddle with the play signal. 11.53 on the first quarter clock. And the Cougars will open up in a shotgun formation. Two receivers to the near side of the field, one to the far side. Back in to the left of Valdivia. Shotgun snap, and it's a handoff going to Camden Harris, running to the far side of the field. Ball. He's brought down. The ball's loose. Scramble for the ball in the backfield, but the officials are going to say that he was down before the ball came loose. Khalif Ty with the big hit there, eventually recovered by 54, Elias Cottrell. But, yeah, I, I think he was probably down on the ground. A good, good stop there by the Wiz to come up and make the, the hit right on the ball. Put the helmet on the ball like you're top, but he was already going down to the ground. So a one-yard gain on first down makes it second and nine. 11 minutes and 18 seconds left in the first quarter. 
Valdivia sends a man in motion, hands it off. It's a jet sweep to the outside. David Robinson Jr. with the ball running to the near side of the field. A ton of Highlanders <laughs> just usher him right out of bounds. Yeah, the Wiz was closest, but there was also Jones. Defensive end was there. Zah Jackson was there. The other defensive end, 21, Marshall Christus was there. They lose all the way back, put it back at about the nine-yard line. And it's a nine-yard loss. That brings up third and 18, just about a minute into this contest. Third and long, trips receiver set to the near side of the field. Valdivia takes the snap, drops back to pass, rolls to his right, looks down the field, connects with a man. He's got Jamal Dotson. Dotson brought down near the 20-yard line. Uh, nice play by the Cougars, but going to be well short of the line to gain. Yeah, he had a long field to make up. He does come up with a nice gain of about 11 yards on the play. Ball on the 20, and Valdivia now back to punt. That's the difference uh, for that team. Seen that a couple of times in the past few years. You know, quarterbacks are always great athletes, talented, so not super surprising to see one back to punt. Valdivia takes the snap, gets the kick off, kick Bounces shy of midfield and will trickle out of bounds at the Cougars' 49-yard line. So Huntington will start its first offensive possession in Capital Territory. 29-yard punt on the play. So great starting spot for the Huntington offense that has been excellent in the first quarter this season. Now there was a special teams touchdown that I know of in the first quarter this year, but overall the Highlanders scoring 91 points in the first quarter in three games. Yeah, last week they had the fumble that they turned into a, a score very quickly. Yeah, that was a theme of last week's game, the defense setting up the offense with short fields. We'll see if the offense can take advantage again early on in this evening's game. First and 10. It's a pitch to the far side of the field. Zod Jackson with the ball. Good blogging. Stiff arms a man. He's got a first down. Cuts back inside. Finally, a capital defender is able to sling him down to the ground. Zod brought down at the 32-yard line, a 17-yard pickup. He's slung down by his opposite number. Number five is Damian Johnson. Yeah, that's, that's really the way that you have to... Gets Zaw down. He's a strong runner, but shifty and elusive. Under 10 minutes to go in the first quarter. Still scoreless in this high school football matchup between Huntington High and Capital. First and 10. It's another carry for Zaw Jackson running to his right. He's very close. I believe he is right at the first down marker. Either right at it or just shy. And he was tackled by five again, coming up, make a stop, Damian Johnson. And the officials will mark him just short, so about a nine-and-a-half-yard pickup on first down for Zaw. Makes it second and one. Shotgun formation for the Highlanders. Two receivers to the near side of the field. Jackson in it running back, but this time it's a quarterback keeper. Crawford running to his right. Stiff arms a defender down. He's inside the 10, finally brought down at the 7-yard line. 
25-yard pickup for the Highlanders quarterback. Something we were told by Billy Seals. It's something we were told by Avante Crawford. You hear his interview at halftime was running him was going to be a, something they were looking to do more of in this game. Yeah, not doing much of that at all in the first three games of the year, and that's been a little bit of a dynamic loss from last season's offense, but Avante showing that he has the ability on that 25-yard scamper. First and goal for the Highlanders. Two running back formation. Wayne Harris gets the handoff, jukes a defender, cuts inside. It's going to be brought down at the three-yard line, four-yard pickup. 56, Kevin Van Meter in to make the stop near the goal line. They're going to back it up now to the three-yard line, so a pickup of about th four. Second and goal for the Highlanders, looking for the game's first score. Eight minutes and eight seconds left in our opening quarter. Same formation for the Highlanders. Another handoff. This time it's Zaw Jackson fighting for the end zone. He's in. Touchdown, Highlanders. Zaw Jackson just continuing his tremendous season. That's his fourth rushing touchdown of the season, third in the last two weeks. Four minutes and three seconds, and the Highlanders are on the board with 7.57 to play in the first quarter. Johnny I.I., the senior kicker, on for the extra point. Jackson Hatfield on to hold. Snap is good. The kick is up, and it is true. With seven minutes and 57 seconds left in the first quarter, Huntington leads 7 to nothing. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. The Drive with Paul Swan, weekdays at 5. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Laidley Field where the Huntington Highlanders lead 7 to nothing. just over four minutes into this ball game. Huntington with the quick score against the Capitol Cougars and the same as last week, Woody, defense setting up the offense. Yep, five plays, 49 yards, two minutes, 16 seconds. Puts the Highlanders in the end zone from 10-13 down to 7:57. Now with 7:57 still on the clock, Capital gets their second turn. So that is now 98 points scored by the Highlanders in first quarter action this season. First and 10 for the Capital Cougars after a touchback. They've got the ball on their own 20. Valdivia 
in at quarterback, leading the offense. He's got a running back to his left, three receivers to his right. Fakes a pitch to the outside, looking for a pass on the outside. Had a lot of pressure on him. Kind of forced the ball down the field. Tight coverage, but the ball falls incomplete. Yeah, he's looking downfield, I believe, for number five receiver, Damian Johnson. Good coverage down there by Harris on the outside and a quarterback pressure by number eight, uh, Robbie Martin was first. Quarterback got away from him and ran right into Markel Jones as he threw. Yeah, I've been really impressed with Markel this season. Consistent pressure from the edge. Second and 10 for the Cougars. Game clock stopped with seven minutes and 51 seconds left in the first quarter. Huntington leads 7-0. to zero. Valdivia. Taking his time, finally calling out the play signals. He rolls to his left, throws down the field. The pass is tipped by Khalif Ty and knocked away another incomplete pass. That'll bring up third and 10. Pressure that time by Christus coming from the other defensive end spot. So Valdivia not really having too much to work with early on. Had the completion on the first drive, but very tight coverage on the first two plays. Well, he uh, just doesn't have a chance to look very long because yeah. they're streaming into the backfield almost as soon as he snaps. He's got to get it off in about two seconds. Yeah, Huntington with a tremendous front four, all with their hands down at the moment, just waiting to get after the quarterback. Third and 10, Valdivia. Fires to his right. A short pass falls incomplete. Was looking for Camden Harris. But with the incompletion, that will bring up fourth down. Quarterback pressure by Big Robbie Martin that time. I mean, pick your poison. One of those guys is in his face on every single throw. And that offensive possession taking up just 16 seconds of game time. Seven minutes and 41 seconds left in the first quarter. Highlanders ahead, seven to nothing, looking to add on to their advantage. They may well end up on their capital side of the 50 again here. Valdivia back to punt, standing on his own 13-yard line. High snap, and Block. it's blocked. The ball's loose in the end zone, and it's going to roll just out of bounds. Cam Vesey blocks it into the end zone, but nobody could get it before it went out of bounds, so it's a touchback. Man, this Huntington punt team, I believe that's the third or fourth block this season. They have done a great job of getting past the line, and you've got to have that extra burst to be able to make it back to the punter. Obviously, the high snap helped them out a bit there. Yeah, no doubt. But another great special teams play by the Highlanders. So the clock now stopped with seven and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Timeout has been requested by Huntington High, but we'll keep it here. Yeah, they've got guys that have to make a quick switch from offense to defense, so I'm sure they're going to let them catch their breath a little yeah. bit as they chase that ball clear to the back of the end zone. So what do you do here? Is it a free kick? Yes, that uh, certainly appears as though yep, what is a safety. being lined up at the moment. So Second safety of the year for this Highlander team. And the block went to Cam Vesey, so he gets the safety also. 
It's his second pump block of the year already. Yeah, Cam doing a tremendous job on special teams and on defense. One of the leaders of the Highlanders defense. And with those extra two points, Huntington now with an even 100 points scored in the first quarter this season. 7.34 to go on the clock, and now there'll be a free kick to the Highlanders. Jason Mitchell doing the kickoff duties for the Capitol Cougars. And another whistle has been blown. Yeah, because they initially waved a touchback. Yes. And I knew that wasn't right if the ball went out of the end zone. It had to be a safety. And they got that right while we were in the timeout. Maybe that's why Billy Seals took it to make sure he got to his two points and got the ball back. And so back to the 20-yard line. Yes. Mitchell now placing the ball on the tee on the Cougars' own 20-yard line. Seven and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Mitchell making sure everyone is set and ready to go. I'd like to see them change the high school to like the NFL where you can't move until the ball is kicked. He boosts the ball down the field. Strong kick caught by Malik McNeely at the Highlanders 30. He's got great uh -oh. blocking past midfield. Inside the 30 to the 20. Cuts inside to the 10. Five. Reaches for the end zone, and he's going to be just short. No, they're going to say he's in. Touchdown, Highlanders. Maybe Seven. a slight disagreement by the officials, but yeah. for now it's a 70-yard touchdown return by Malik McNeely. Yeah, make it 75 because by the time he reined the ball in, his back foot was on the 25-yard line. And the official on the far side, when he reached out for the pylon, and it was a really great effort by the capital player to get there and just try to stop him short of the goal. But he crashed into the pylon with the ball, and that means you're in the end zone. So what a, what a return from Malik McNeely, you know, the return game has been pretty good, but nothing great like that. And that's McNeely's second. His first one went 17 yards last week, but uh, that's the second touchdown. We saw Harris get a touchdown against South Charleston that went 70 yards. So after the return, the Highlanders up 15 to nothing. I.I. on for the P.A.T. Snap back to Hatfield a little high, but he is able to get the ball down, and I.I. gets it up and in. With seven minutes and 19 seconds left in the first quarter, Huntington leads 16-0. to zero. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutchmiller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutchmiller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchmillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutchmiller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. 
ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! Marshall's Thundering Herd Football on Saturdays. Huntington Highlanders Football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Just about midway through the first quarter here at Laidley Field and the Huntington Highlanders ahead 16 to nothing. Huntington clicking on every cylinder so far. Woody, a special team score, a special teams block. Uh, the defense setting up the offense with short fields and the offense with a score of its own. Yeah, two points for the safety by VZ and then Malik McNeely with the second kick return for touchdown. His 75 yards took 10 seconds. So here at 719 to play, it's already 16 to nothing. And the Cougars starting this drive on their own 20 after Johnny Ide's sixth touchback of the season. It's a quarterback keeper on first down, and Valdivia loses a yard. Sacked by number 22, Walter Williams, linebacker. Have an outstanding year. He's already got, that's the 17th tackle of the season, and he's now got 1.5 quarterback sacks on the season for three and a half yards of losses. So a loss of one makes it second and 11. Cougars offense, really tough sledding for them so far. Fumbled on the first play and then a couple of punts, not building up much momentum. Cougars offense did score 48 points last week against a St. Albans team that's down. Valdivia passes and the pass is intercepted. Mikey Johnson with the pick. He was looking down the sideline, and Mikey Johnson, like we said, he's a football player until it's time to jump. And, man, he jumped clear up and over. Number four going for the ball, Jamar Smith, and took it away for an interception. So another Highlanders drive that will start in Cougars territory, this time on Capitals 36. They have not gotten past the 20-yard line in three drives. A punt a block punt, and then an interception. And Huntington starts at the 36-yard line. Huntington so good defensively this year. They you know, have allowed a couple of scores in garbage time late in games. Only seven points allowed in the first three quarters. First and 10, <sighs> Crawford back to pass. And he was intending for number 21, Marshall Christus. And I believe the pass went just off his hands. Yeah, it was a little bit high. You're, you're throwing to your tight end, so not the same kind of catching ability that your wideouts have, and just a little bit behind him. Christus got his first catch of the year last week, though, and I know he'd like to try to get more of those. He caught one for nine yards last last week. Really did a good job route running last week. There were a couple of plays where he was open and, you know, either wasn't seen or maybe a pass breakup at the last second. Second and 10, handoff to Zaw Jackson running straight up the middle. Cuts outside, back inside, trying to push over a defender, bullying his way to the end zone. Touchdown, Highlanders. 36-yard run. 
My he, goodness. He hit that hole so fast that the linebackers didn't even get a chance to react. Uh, the deep people got a hold of him about the five or six yard line, and he just took him into the end zone. So now we're setting at 612, and the Highlanders have 22 with point after pending. Yeah, not even a full halfway through the first quarter. And Huntington already up by three scores. Well, I mean, honestly, this is the game I expected. I know they had a great game against St. Albans, but everybody seems to be getting a win against St. Yep. Albans. And this team's just really good right now. They're, that's no but. It's no brag if it's true. And the PAT from II is up and good. We'll keep it here during the quick break as the officials have been placing the ball very quickly after score. So don't want you guys to miss any of the game action. Appreciate all of you listeners, wherever you're tuning in from, back in Huntington, or maybe you're at the game listening to us as well. Thanks to all of you. Okay, the the you had the safety, and then you had a one-play, 75-yard, 10-second drive. First scoring was 216. This time it goes two plays, 36 yards in 15 seconds to make it 23-0 here in the first quarter. Yeah, and we are not quite halfway through the first no, quarter. No, we are not. And, you know, we said it a lot last season, Huntington, a quick strike offense, a team yeah. that doesn't worry about time of possession. Why would you when you can score? In 15 seconds. Now, they have half as much time of possession as the other teams they've played this season. It's, like, ridiculous. It's, like, 25 to 50, but they don't need but so so much. I.I. looking to boot another ball down the field. Gets plenty of leg into this one. Caught at the two-yard line by Robinson Jr. Makes a move to the outside. He's finally, though, brought down at the 16-yard line. David Robinson, Jr., the freshman, with the return. And again, they're backed up inside the 20-yard line at the 16. Nice tackle there on special teams by uh, Bryce Winkfield. Sophomore running back, also plays on special teams. That's his first special team tackle of the season. And special teams, you know, that's a spot where a young guy can make a play, maybe open some eyes and get some more opportunities. Winkfield has certainly shown that he is a capable player and has gotten to play a lot in the, the second half of games that have gone where it appears this one is going. Lopsided results first and 10 for the Cougars. Pass deflected in the backfield. Markel Jones almost able to catch that one and run right into the end zone. But the pass falls incomplete. Yeah, about five seconds into the drive. It started at 6.05, Mark, and uh, he just has to eat that one. As Markel Jones probably mad he didn't try to catch the ball, and he could have easily ran it in at that point. Markel, though, already has a touchdown on the season, usually plays on defense, but had a score, went under center and snuck one in earlier in the season. Second and 10, Valdivia with a quick pass to the far side of the field. Oh, my goodness. What a hard tackle is made in the backfield by Wayne Harris. Yeah, backwards pass means it's a run, and he's tackled by Dwayne Harris. And that was... 
Camden Harris with the reception. All the way back to the 12-yard line, so a loss of four on the play. So we'll bring up third and 14. Five and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Huntington leads 23-0. to zero. I mean, to say that Capital is not gaining any yardage would be an understatement. Yep, going backward so far on this drive, looking for something positive. Shotgun formation for Valdivia. Two receivers to his left, one to his right. However, whistle's blown. Pre-play, and there's a flag on the field near Huntington's sideline. Oh, a delay. That'll march. Capital back five more yards. So First back. penalty on either team. Yeah, it's been a nice change of pace. There was a lot of flags <laughs> in last week's game. All the way back to the seven-yard line. This is a dangerous place here. You don't want to give up another safety or even touchdown. And at third and 19, maybe just... Looking to give your punter a little breathing room. Valdivia back to pass. Has some pressure. Launches the ball down the field. And a leaping attempt is made by Jamar Smith. But a good play by the Highlanders secondary to bat the ball away. Yeah, great play by Zaw Jackson, who outleaped his uh, competitor, number four for the Cougars. Knocked it away. So with the incompletion, no, hold everything. There is a penalty marker in the end zone roughing the passer that will give the Cougars a fresh set of downs. Well, I saw him get hit as he was beginning to throw, but I looked upfield, so I don't know, you know, if they hit him late, what they might have done. The official right on top of it. There were guys just streaming in there that time trying to get the quarterback, and so... Biggest gain of the day for the Capital Cougars. 15-yard penalty against Huntington. And that will place the ball on the 24-yard line. Four minutes and 50 seconds left in the first quarter. Huntington leads 23-0. to zero. I'm not sure who it was at all, though, that got the uh, roughing penalty because, I, like I say, once I saw him let it go, I looked up the field. Really nice breakup. Yeah, and that was a high arcing pass down the field. Valdivia's got a good arm on him for a sophomore. Very strong. First and 10 for the Cougars. Valdivia still in the game after the roughing the passer. Doesn't appear to be shaken up. Shotgun formation. Two receivers to the near side of the field. Valdivia looking that way. He dumps it off or attempts to to his running back, Camden Harris. But the pass just a little high. Hit Harris's hands, but unable to reel it in. Yeah, dealing with pressure again. He had to throw the ball a little bit before he was ready, and he had to put a little more air underneath it because of the rush from Huntington. Huntington's defense just doesn't let you do anything how it's designed. No. Second and 10 now for the Cougars. Trips receiver set to the far side of the field. A back in to... Valdivia's left. It's a quick pass to the far side of the field. Bubble screen. And a nice pickup on second down. It's going to bring up third and manageable. Ball marked down at the 30-yard line. Number five and number five collide again. This time the blue five gets the gain all the way up to the 30-yard line. The third down and two. 
So this is a good opportunity for the Cougars to get another fresh set of downs, aided by the penalty, but would certainly feel good to earn one of their own and just keep the ball moving down the field. Third down, Valdivia hands the ball off, running to the outside is David Robinson Jr., but he is brought down in the backfield, loses a couple yards, and that will bring up fourth down, and appears as though the punting unit jogging out onto the field. Uh, again, uh, a blitz by Landon Miller. He came up the middle along with the, the big man, the guy that is the shutdown guy out there. Caillou Jackson got free, and they he and Miller took him down for a couple-yard loss. Valdivia back to punt, again standing on his own 15-yard line. Right at three minutes to go in the first quarter. Huntington leads 23 to nothing. Pressure again on the punt. It's a wobbler that bounces just shy of midfield, but takes a slight Cougars bounce, gets another five or six yards on it. The ball um, touched at Huntington's 44. Unfortunately, number four got down there, but he let the ball hit him in the chest which is where they're going to mark the ball back at the 45-yard line. So he cost his team about five yards on that punt. But, it, you know, uh, honestly, not trying to demean anybody, they got the punt off that time, and they actually put Huntington on the other side of the 50. So yeah. those are two positive steps right yep. there. A 27-yard punt is along of the day. And just kind of, you know, goes to show how important the battle of field position is. Backed up in their own end a couple times, capital and having to punt deep in their own end, and Huntington with a couple of quick scores, so a little bit of movement down the field, and Huntington's worst starting field position so far. First and 10, Crawford sends a man in motion, drops back to pass. It's a swing pass to Zaw Jackson. Stiff arms a defender and crosses the 50 before running out of bounds. He was able to get to the Cougars' 48-yard line. It's a seven-yard pickup. Yeah. Number two over there to make the stop on defense, David Robinson Jr. But it appears that things are going to go backwards. Yes, a holding penalty is called on the Highlanders. That will back them up 10 yards on the spot of the foul, which appears as though that was right about the line of scrimmage. Yeah, maybe a yard behind it because they mark Huntington all the way back to the 34-yard line. So that will make it first and 21. Two minutes and 35 seconds left in the first quarter. It's been a dominant quarter by the Highlanders, leading by three scores. Trips receivers to the far side of the field. Crawford gets the snap, looks the other way, lofts one down the field. Oh, a great pass to Malik McNeely, and he's going to want that one back. Hit him in the bread basket but just unable to make the catch. I mean, great play yeah. design, great throw, everything but the catch. Drop is all you can call it. I mean, uh, you know, not trying to spin it or anything. He just made a terrible yeah. play after he made such a good play on the 75-yard touchdown yeah. run a little bit ago. But second and 10 for Huntington. Or second and 21, excuse me, at 34. Two minutes and 16 seconds left in the quarter. Has thrown only two passes so far, and neither of them have been completed. That's the, the downside for Huntington. Well, 
Toss another one to the outside, and this time Wayne Harris able to reel it in. Jukes a defender as he crosses the 50, finally bumped out of bounds. Not before he was able to get inside the Cougars' 40-yard line, finally bumped out at the 37-yard line. 29-yard catch and run by the senior Wayne Harris. That one down to the 37-yard line. Game clock stops with two minutes and seven seconds left in the quarter. First and ten for the Highlanders. Crawford sends a man in motion. It's McNeely. Fakes the pitch to him, but eventually decides to fire a short pass to him. And McNeely with a nice catch and run. Laid his shoulder pads into a defender. Christian Robinson really put a, a good hit on him. And finally brought down at the 24-yard line. It's a 13-yard pickup. So making up for the previous drop. And McNeely is a great weapon for this Highlanders yep. offense. Sometimes, you know, he can get forgotten because of how effective Wayne Harris <laughs> and Zaw Jackson are. But a yeah. 6'3 senior wide receiver with great speed. He's got all the measurables that you want. First and 10, Crawford pitches the ball to Wayne Harris, running to the near side of the field, picking up some blockers, tries to juke inside. There's a flag down at the 19-yard line. And a tackle made by number three. That's their leader on defense is Camden Harris. Harris brought down at the 13, Wayne Harris, should say. Harris brought down by Harris, but we'll wait and see what the penalty marker is for. And it is holding on the offense. This uh, repeats what happened last week. It took a little longer to get here than the GW game, but it'll back it up from the 22 to the 32. So he ends up only getting credit for two yards before the penalty. So first and 18 for the Highlanders. A minute and 10 seconds left. In our opening quarter, Crawford back to pass. Finally finds an open man. Saw Jackson to the far side of the field. Didn't have his feet set when he threw the pass. And the pass well high above the five foot eleven Zaw Jackson and landing near the Highlanders on the sideline. Well, I thought that Zaw thought that there was plenty of room to run and he thought Crawford I think was going to take off because he was looking upfield and then he threw the ball and as you said threw it way high for the Jackson yeah I, th I think Crawford had that thought for just a moment as well I know that's something they've asked him to work on it's running the ball more second and 18 Crawford back to pass rolls to his right lofts one down the field and the catch is made by Jamari Tubbs tackle made Inside of the 15, David Robinson Jr. coming up with the uh, Bronco rider, kind of bulldogged him down there yeah. around the head, but uh, nothing illegal in that, but gets uh, Huntington all the way down to the 13-yard line. So that's a 19-yard pickup for the Highlanders, puts them in the red zone. 45 seconds left in the quarter, Huntington. Jamari Tubbs has also, like McNeely, he's kind of finding his way in the offense, starting to make some big plays. Oh, yeah, he is tremendous with the ball in open space, a lot of speed. 
First and 10 for the Highlanders. Crawford gets the snap, hands it off to Zaw Jackson, running right up the middle through a few Cougar defenders. Finally, the defense swallows him up at the four-yard line. Nine-yard pickup. And that will likely be the final play of the first quarter. The Highlanders in no rush, actually starting to walk down to the other end of the field. So after the first 12 minutes of play, Huntington leads 23 to nothing over Capitol. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the Tri-State. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! Cincinnati Bengals football on Sundays. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The second quarter just about to get underway here at Laidley Field. It was a dominant first quarter by the defending AAA state champion Huntington Highlanders, putting them ahead 23 to nothing after 12 minutes of play. And Woody, Huntington looking for more, knocking on the doorstep. Oh, absolutely. Zod Jackson drug down at the four-yard line, second and one down there. Uh, you know, I just I feel bad for these Capital kids because they just, you know, they're so young. They should be playing JV games, learning how yep. to play the games, and they've got to go out here and tee it up. Yep, just eight upperclassmen on the Cougars roster. Shotgun snap, handoff goes to Wayne Harris, and he is in the end zone for the touchdown. Five seconds into the quarter, Huntington adds another score. It's 29 to nothing. So Harris, you know, doing everything this season, did everything last week. Pick six, a couple other picks, three total. Uh, he had two touchdown receptions and now runs one in on the ground. Two rushing touchdowns for Zah Jackson, one now for Harris. Kickoff return by McNeely and a safety by Cam Vesey. Johnny II, the senior kicker, on for the PAT. Jackson Hatfield to hold. The kick is up, and it is good. Huntington leads 30 to nothing. Just five seconds into the second quarter. A quick score by the Highlanders. We'll keep it here. Yeah, you know, uh, we, we hardly get a chance to talk, and the Huntington's on the move again, but uh, that time they actually had to have a real drive against uh, Capitol, and that speaks well to Capitol. They got some help by holding penalties, but I think we're going to see some of that tonight because, as we knew coming in, uh, 
Malachi Sellers, who normally is the right guard, is a little bit sick. So we're seeing uh, Jeremiah Lowes out there. He is a true freshman. We're probably going to see Max Bourne, a sophomore. He's played some on defense, but not necessarily on offense. Uh, there's a couple of young guys, uh, sophomore Braxton Mounts in the mix there on the line as well. Tavion Kennedy may get some time. Uh, he's a senior who, who doesn't play a lot, but they're looking for some help on the offensive line, a chance to work some guys out. And a lot of young guys showing some potential. I mean, the the future backs of the Highlanders, especially Bryce Wingfield's got to love all that O-line talent. I-I's kick off down the field, fielded at the one-yard line by Jamar Smith. He's able to make his way just past his own 20-yard line, brought down at the 21. Decent return, yeah. but it's right about where the Cougars have started all their possessions tonight. A couple of I-I touchbacks. 16 Marcus Dean made the stop. He's another player who uh, is kind of getting, uh, finding time at the nickelback, and that's his third special team tackle of the year. He had two last week. Yeah, very fast player, so not surprised that he is contributing on special teams. First and 10 for the Cougars. Ball on their own 21. 11.46 to play. Valdivia sends a man in motion, but hands it off to his back. And that was Camden Harris, who was hit hard as he was running to the near side of the field, hit right in front of his own sideline. Yeah, Marshall Christus, defensive end, put the hit on him. He had a lot of help behind him. Ball marked down at the 25-yard line. Four-yard pickup makes it second and six. 11 minutes and 15 seconds remain. In the first half of play, Huntington leads 30 to nothing. I thought we'd see a lot more of Harris here in the game. Uh, that's only the third carry. Now, he had a carry that went backwards, so he's he's only got a cumulative one on three carries. Second and six. Valdivia signaling to send a man in motion. Teammate finally sees him. It's a swing pass to Harris. He is able to make his way forward for a short pickup of two yards. Make it third and four. Tavion Wilson coming up, making tackle. He's playing a linebacker. He's playing nickel. He's punting. He's kicking. He, <laughs> that is one of the most he's an outstanding sophomores that I've ever seen. He plays like four sports, plays baseball, track, basketball, and played soccer in, in uh, middle school. So. And he hit just about every one. Unlimited, yeah. <laughs> the officials actually moving the ball back a yard, so make it third and five. Empty set for Valdivia. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. He receives the shotgun snap. Immediate pressure rolling to his right. Fires a short pass that is caught. A nice catch and run. Oh, and this one might go all the way. It's a race toward the end zone. Jacory Clark with a great catch and run. Finally brought down at the nine-yard line. That's a 65-yard gain. Really nice pass. Poor tackling by Huntington, but great effort by number six getting it down the field. Ja'Cory Clark doing a great job of running the ball. Finally rounded up by number 13 for Mikey Johnson. Makes the stop. That's their second first down, the first one that didn't come on a penalty. Yeah, an excellent play, and 
That's giving the Cougars some life. First and goal. And now David Robertson Jr. in at quarterback. Runs to his left and cuts up the field. He's able to get a couple of yards brought down at the eight-yard line. Tavion Wilson coming in, making another tackle there. They're trying to fool them with a change of quarterback, see if they couldn't get a different guy in there, but back in comes the starter. If he rejoins the huddle with the play signal. Second and goal, ball on the eight-yard line. And mentioned in the pregame, Capitals offense averaging 27 points per game. So they've got some players with good offensive potential. And this time it's Camden Harris getting the handoff, but he is swallowed up almost immediately by the Highlanders defense. He's able to gain maybe a yard on the play. Big number 50 in there again. Caillou Jackson always making plays. So that will make it third and goal. The ball just inside the eight-yard line. Eight and a half minutes left in the first half. Huntington ahead, 30-0. to zero. A couple other substitutions made by the Cougars as David Robinson Jr. jogs off the field. Might watch for Harris to get the ball here. He's into Valdivia's right. However, a pre-snap penalty. And it appears as though the official's signaling delay of game. Yeah, the, And that is exactly the call. The Cougars will lose five yards. They've only had two penalties, but both of them have been delays, which has got to make Mark Mason crazy. Lose five yards when you're down in the shadow of the goalpost. Close. Yeah. The Cougars trying not to waste this excellent opportunity after the great catch and run by Ja'Cory Clark. May, may look to throw now with 12 yards to go. Can't get a first down. Third and goal. Two receivers to the near side, and the snap's high over Valdivia's head. He's trying to scramble and get on the ball. He's just able to do so before the Huntington defense did but losing a ton of yards on the play. The ball back to the 26. Wow, that's a loss of 14. That goes against the team. Of course, not Valdivia has just had to run it down, but keep uh, Markel Jones from picking, scooping, and scoring. Yep. And the officials moving the ball back an extra yard now, so back to the 27, fourth and goal from the 27. Of course, the offense will... Stay on the field here. Got to go for the end zone now. Yep. 27 yards in between the Cougars and a touchdown. Valdivia back to pass. Lofts one down the field. Jump on the end zone, and it's intercepted by Wayne Harris. Thinking about running out of the <laughs> end zone. Oh, he's going to. He acted like he was going to kneel, hesitated, starts to run. Nobody in front of him, but the officials now, I believe, whistling the play dead. Everyone else is stopping besides Harris. And he slowed up, but he did not come to a stop. But the officials had to think at that point, he's probably not going to go with it. Well, he, he had everyone fooled on that play. But the officials now discussing things over 
And man, very very smart by Harris. Yeah, because he was gone for a hundred plus. Yeah, it, it almost kind of reminded me of the uh, the Kenny Pickett fake slide. It was the <laughs> fake knee. <laughs> but the officials going to bring the ball back near the twenty, if not place the ball down just yet. Yeah, well, yeah. I I think that's all you can do because what what you're doing is safety issue. All the players have let up and so forth. If he was in fair ground they wouldn't have blown it because obviously he could have just stopped, but, uh, a good play by Harris. I can't fault the officials though, for assuming that he was taking a a knee. Nope. Neither can I. So with all that excitement, Huntington (laughs) offense now back onto the field on their own 20 yard line in a closer game. It might've been a big deal, but 30 point game right now. Probably not. Still, Avante Crawford in there, quarterback for now. Crawford sends a man in motion. That's Dean. Looks down the field, and he connects with Tavion Wilson. Wilson jukes to the outside. Open grass in front of him. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Highlanders. That's a sophomore there, folks, who outran both teams to the end zone. Some nice blocking on the one player downfield, but Tavion Wilson put it in another gear there for an 80-yard touchdown. And a great throw by the junior quarterback, Avante Crawford. Put it right where he was leading Wilson, where he didn't have to break stride, just was able to continue to run, caught the ball, kept his momentum going, and, man, he got to the end zone quickly. So if you'd ask Tavion Wilson right now, he would tell you that definitely Harris was down in the end zone. (laughs) That's why they had to put the ball to 20. Yeah, he's not upset about that call now. I.I. on for another P.A.T. Hatfield in the hold. Snap is good. The kick is up, and it is true. Huntington leads 37 to nothing with 6 minutes and 15 seconds left in the first half. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Wendy's has changed the burger game with their new loaded nacho cheeseburger. How, you might ask? Well, here's a few cheesy reasons. It starts with a fresh, never-frozen beef patty protected by two layers of melty American cheese, crunchy tortilla strips, then, wait for it, creamy queso. Cheese-wise, I mean choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Brought to you by Wendy's. Try Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger today. ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back out to Laidley Field where a Johnny II kickoff is returned by Damian Johnson. Johnson running the ball out past the 15, brought down at the 17-yard line. About a 15-yard return by Johnson. And once again, the Cougars starting inside their own 20 down by 37. If you're just now joining us, Huntington is ahead 37 to nothing. Still 
Six minutes to go in the first half. Christian Palmer, welcomed alongside by Woody Woodrum. Woody, it's been a very exciting game so far from Huntington's standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a tough night. I mean, the one big play for 65 yards for Capital and then a penalty and a couple of losses and, and they back up. So it's been tough. They've got two first downs here. This is their sixth possession of the game. And only one of those touchdowns or one of those first downs were really earned. The other one came on a penalty against Huntington. But, uh, you know, I mean, Huntington has played as we've seen Huntington play all year, and they just have way too many weapons for most teams. You know, I I think when you look at the schedules here, you know, I, I think uh, I'm not sure where Riverside is right now. They're struggling a little bit too, I know. But, uh, and then Beckley Woodrow Wilson comes in for homecoming, which is always a week coaches hey, because of the distractions. You get a football player named the homecoming king more often than not. That makes a big deal. But uh, the kids will have a lot of fun that. But then you go to Parkersburg. Then you play Midland at home. And then after you play at St. Albans, you'll come to Hurricane. So uh, the, the last four or five will really tell the tale, I think, for this Huntington team. If they can strap it up week after week against the likes of Parkersburg, Midland, Beckley, and Hurricane. Yeah, it will certainly gear up near the end of the season and the the competition will just continue to rise we're going to go to 4a next year and i have no idea what they're going to do with that i i know the last thing they they want to do at Huntington is make trips two or three times a season to the eastern panhandle yeah i uh i agree with them six minutes and six seconds left in the second quarter both teams back out onto the field. Capital had to request a timeout. Not enough players on the field. First and 10, Valdivia back to pass. Offense trying to run a slip screen to Harris, but the defense all over it. Uh, Harris was trying to get a, a call for a holding, but behind the line of scrimmage, it's not quite the same as when you're out beyond the line of scrimmage. I think probably he was wrestled down by 73, Robbie Martin. And with the incompletion, that will bring up second and 10. So the Cougars had a really good play. Their last offensive possession, Jacordy Clark with a catch and run, a great speed. Surprised that he hasn't gotten the ball a ton this evening. Maybe the Cougars will go back to him. Second and 10, empty set for Valdivia, pressure on him. He finds a man over the middle. Nice catch is made by the Cougar. That was Damian Johnson. Really good pass catch there, just short of the first down, but uh, uh, third and short is something they haven't seen a lot of. Third and manageable certainly is third and one for the Cougars. Officials... Finally marking the ball down offense. Appears as though they are just about ready to go. Cougars break their huddle. Five and a half minutes left in the first half. Huntington ahead, 37 to nothing. Two receivers to the far side of the field. Valdivia, though, will hand the ball off. It's a run to the near side by Camden Harris. He is brought down just shy of the 30-yard line. Bryce Winkfield, we told you that 
he was probably going to play some tonight, a linebacker, and Landon Miller team up for the tackle, but not before the Cougars earn the first down. Yeah, four-yard pickup. Gives Capital a fresh set of downs with five minutes left in the second quarter. Third first down for the Cougars. We started this drive with 6.06 to play here in the first quarter, or the second quarter, excuse me. Valdivia looking toward the sideline. Now the offense getting set and ready to go. He sends a man in motion, fakes the sweep, hands it off to Harris, running to the right side of his line. It's a short pickup and a tough tackle made by Walt Williams. Yeah, Williams on top and Robbie Martin on the bottom. That's the sandwich you want to stay out of. It's about a two-and-a-half-yard pickup on first down. Harris running hard for the Cougars. Just a sophomore. Expect a bright high school football future for him. Yeah, he's at seven carries for 10 yards now. He's finally got going a little bit, pounding in there against that line. So second and seven for Capital. Empty sit for Valdivia. Looking to his right, the pass is deflected and knocked down. Walt Williams on the defensive end making the stop. Yeah, trying to find Mitchell again, and Walt Williams broke it up, but lots of pressure there by Robbie Martin and Markel Jones. So now that will bring up third and seven. Game clock stopped with three minutes and 51 seconds left in the first half. Exactly one hour into the game as well as we hit 8.30. Third and seven. Two backs in. Valdivia takes the snap. Immediate pressure. Caillou Jackson has a hold on him. Gets some help. Valdivia dropped in the backfield for a sack. That'll bring up fourth down. Caillou coming up with a big sack there on season. He's... uh. You know, his tackle stats are never gaudy. Last week, he had six tackles in the game, though. That gives him nine on the year. That is his second sack, so he, one and a half sacks now on the season. And a good job to be able to just extend out as far as he could to grab a hold of the sophomore quarterback, Valdivia, and bring him down to the turf. Three minutes and five seconds left in the first half. Valdivia punts one down the field. Harris catches the ball near his own 45. Quickly cuts to the far side of the field. Has some blocking. A convoy of blockers leading him down the field. An almost tackle. He spins out of it. Dives to the end zone. Touchdown Highlanders. But hold everything. A flag is on the field on the Cougars 41-yard line. You got, got to think the way the officials are walking. They're not headed toward the other end. You got to think that's probably a holding or a blocking the back by somebody on the Huntington team. Yeah, almost no resistance for Wayne Harris on his way to the end zone. So wouldn't be surprised if there was a hold somewhere on the field. And you know, the thing is, though, you don't have to hold with Harris. No. I mean, he he has the ability to to run past players and. Like I say, his speed is very deceptive. I mean, he looked like he was shot out of a cannon on that play. So a block in the back 
We'll back it up 10 yards, and Huntington will start at their own 49-yard line. So, again, another penalty. And that's really costed Harris a, a second touchdown from penalties tonight. Well, I, excuse me, the, the first one, the play was blown dead, was thinking of uh, right. the return from just a few minutes ago. He's got to feel robbed at this point. Huntington's got 249. See if they can punch it into the end zone again here before halftime. Avante Crawford still in at quarterback for the Highlanders. Just a four-yard punt return uh, because of where the flag came down. Crawford sends a man in motion, pitches it to Malik McNeely, running to the near side of the field, able to get past the 50, inside the 45, finally brought down at the 44-yard line. Seven-yard pickup makes it second and three. 15, and Jameer Mitchell makes the stop there. It's the first time I believe we've seen McNeil run with the ball. This season, he gets it down to the 44. Nice pickup there of about seven yards. And the offense may be trying to create a few new ways to get him the ball and yep. keep defenses guessing more. That way they, they can't completely key in on Zaw or Wayne Harris. Crawford takes the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right. However, the play blown dead, a pre-snap penalty. On the Highlanders, it appears as though, yes, it is on the offense that will back Huntington up five yards and make what was second and three, second and eight. Game clock stops with two minutes and four seconds left in the half. Huntington with the ball on Capitals' 48-yard line. Crawford gets the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, throws to the far side of the field, connects with Wayne Harris, who's got the first down and a couple more, and he is continuing to run down the field. He didn't hear the whistle blown, and now a bit of confusion on the field. Huntington signaling touchdown. Harris never stopped. The uh, officials not... Not giving a touchdown signal, so I have to imagine the ball is going to be brought down. But a couple of Huntington coaches visibly frustrated on the sideline. Not sure why the play was blown dead. No. And so they will mark the ball down at the 39-yard line. It's a nine-yard pickup. Does that, give Huntington a first down. And that was Harris, right? Yes, it was. Okay. It's hard to tell from here, but a first and 10. Shotgun formation. Crawford drops back to pass. Lofts one down the field. High arcing pass. He was looking for Jamari Tubbs, but unable to connect with the junior wide receiver. Just a little too much on that pass. Yeah. He threw a couple of really nice balls like that last week to 60-yard-plus to uh, Harris. Harris had to lay out for one, and then the next time he just kept running, and eventually the ball just hit him right in the hand. So Avante has really done a nice job for this team. 
He certainly has first-year starter at quarterback. Started at safety on defense last season, but focusing on his offensive duties. Drops back to pass and completes one to Marcus Dean. Great juke move by Dean. Fights out of another tackle. Man, he plays hard. Finally brought down just shy of the 25. The official is going to mark him down at the 27-yard line. So a 12-yard pickup. And a timeout has been requested. I believe the Highlanders requesting the timeout that stops the clock with exactly one minute left in the first half. Huntington looking for some additional points to add on to this lead. Currently ahead 37 to nothing. Both teams with two timeouts left and a minute to go on the clock. So Capital, I believe, requesting that timeout then because Huntington burned a timeout earlier. However, you know, not much time left, so might as well go ahead and use them. Can't take them home with you. Huntington still discussing things over on the far sideline. The Cougars defense back out on the field. Islanders now jogging back out to the 27-yard line Well, they, where they will resume this offensive possession. 60 seconds left in the half. Trips receivers to the far side of the field. Crawford looks that way, tries to connect with Dean, but the pass just a hair too high. And I'll tell you, the defensive player over there was more worried about making a play on the catch. Number nine should have had that ball, Jamal Dodson. He could have gone for about a 70-yard touchdown if he just looked up at the ball instead of concentrating on the player. Yeah, probably untouched as well. Yeah. No, nobody uh, right around him. A, cu a couple of receivers in the area, but not exactly running in his direction. Crawford back to pass again, looking over the middle of the field. Hits Malik McNeely, who tries to break through a tackle. Uh, nice job by the Cougars secondary to bring down the 6'3 senior receiver. But he was able to make his way to the nine-yard line. 18-yard pickup makes it first and goal. Crawford back to pass, looking for McNeely again, and a great play made by the Cougars' defense. I believe that was Christian Robinson with the pass breakup. That stops the clock with 34 seconds left in the first half. Substitution made by the Highlanders. McNeely exits the game with a slight limp. Have to keep our eye on that as the game progresses. And now into the game, Tavian Chandler. Crawford back to pass. Has some time, rolls to his right. Fires to the end zone, back corner. It's caught. Dwayne Touchdown, Harris. Highlanders. Harris adds another to his total. Well, 
Zah Jackson was wide open at the goalpost, but what Avante Crawford see, there were two more men back behind him. He thought they might break on the ball. He saw Zah right standing by the pylon in the back, untouched, hit him on a straight shot for nine yards and the touchdown with just 24 seconds left here in the first half. So Huntington now leads 43 to nothing. I.I. on for the extra point. His kick is up, and it is good. I.I. has done an excellent job this season. Still perfect yep. with extra points. Yeah, has not missed. He's still not attempted a field goal, though, this season. No. But, I mean, really, that's been a good thing. Huntington hasn't needed him to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh 44 to nothing now, our score. I kind of wonder if they'll make an adjustment on the clock in the second half. Yes, we have seen that a couple of times yep. this year. Huntington's game against South Charleston. Both coaches agreed to condense the second half into basically one quarter, usually play 12-minute yep. quarters, but adjusted that in the second half to six-minute quarters and a rolling clock in the fourth. Play uh, – the scoring drive goes eight plays, 51 yards in two minutes, 25 seconds. Huntington leaves 24 seconds to go here in the quarter as Johnny I.I. is going to kick for the end zone again. I.I. showing off his leg tonight already. Multiple touchbacks. Strong kick down the field. This one, though, caught at the one-yard line. And bringing the ball out for the Cougars is Jamar Smith. A nice run by him up the field, almost able to make it to the 30-yard line, tripped up just shy at the 29. Yeah, Cam Vesey making this special teams tackle that time. Linebacker in there on special teams as well. So 17 seconds to work with for the Cougars. Maybe able to try to launch the ball down the field a couple of times, see what happens. Valdivia and the offense getting set. 17.1 seconds left in this half. So the Cougars will have to work quick. Three receivers in the ball game. Two to the far side, one to the near side. However, we'll have to wait for the play as the Huntington Highlanders have requested a timeout. I think they only had 10 men on the field. And here comes yep. one, of the, one of the young guys, uh, <laughs> Max Boren, a little late in getting out there. Of course, they've been rotating a lot, especially on the offensive line in this game, trying to get some more time for uh, Robbie Martin and uh, on the defensive line as well as playing his tackle position. And they've been working those young guys in on the offensive line like Lyles and Boren and a few others. So. That is a lonely feeling when you were supposed to be on the field and you weren't, and then you have to jog on after, and everybody's, okay, right. there's the guilty party right there. Capitals have one timeout left. Same type of formation for the Cougars. Three receivers in the game. A back to Valdivia's right. That's Camden Harris. A couple of looks to the sideline by the sophomore quarterback. 
gets the snap and hands it off to Camden Harris, who tries to stretch the run to the outside, but the Highlanders meet him in the backfield as he loses three yards on what will be the final play of the first half. Yeah, Walt Williams really able to close down after the line had chased him to the outside, and 22 got help from many of his friends. I think Bryce Winkfield in there as well. A dominant half by the Huntington Highlanders has them ahead 44 to nothing. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! This is Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Blayley Field where it is halftime of this high school football matchup between the defending AAA state champion Huntington Highlanders and the home hosting Capital Cougars. It was all Huntington in the first half of play. The score is 44 to nothing in favor of the Highlanders. So let's let you listeners know how we got to this point. Well, it was a quick start for Huntington High after the defense set up the offense with a short field already in Capital Cougars territory. The Highlanders offense went 49 yards on five plays, taking up two minutes and 16 seconds of game time. Capped off with a three-yard touchdown rush by Zaw Jackson. Then after that, the Highlanders special teams going to work, blocking a punt and recording a safety. Cam Vesey had the block for the Highlanders. Special teams continuing to do an excellent job as Huntington's next touchdown was a 75-yard kick return to the house by six-foot-three senior Malik McNeely. McNeely showing great speed on that play and great blocking by his teammates. Then it was a two-play, 36-yard drive that took just 15 seconds, ended with a Zaw Jackson touchdown, a long run for Zaw, 36 yards to the end zone. Then Huntington's longest touchdown drive of the night, a nine-play, 55-yard drive down the field, taking up almost three minutes of game time. That one ended with a four-yard touchdown run by the super senior Wayne Harris. Huntington then had a one-play, 80-yard drive, basically the exact opposite after the long drive down the field. A quick strike pass down the field to Tavion Wilson, 
going 80 yards down the field to the end zone. Then Huntington with another somewhat lengthy drive, at least for the Highlanders. Eight plays, 51 yards, took up two minutes and 25 seconds and ended with a Wayne Harris touchdown catch. So really all of the usual characters making their impact for Huntington, Woody. No doubt about it. That's what I'm just sitting here looking at the stat sheet. You know, we got McNeely with a 75-yard kick return touchdown. You've got interceptions by Mikey Johnson and by Dwayne Harris. You've got two touchdowns by Zah Jackson on the ground. You've got a touchdown on a rush and a touchdown on a pass to uh, uh, Harris. And then you've got uh, the long play of the game for Huntington, 80 yards to Mr. Wilson. So, uh They've had a good game. They haven't punted in the first half. And, uh, you know, like I said, we might see a, uh, a talk about the clock and we'll see what the officials want to do. I know Mark Mason, though, what he's hoping is, you know, the, the freshmen and sophomores, some of the second team, third team even, come in for Huntington and then see what his team can do against them. Because that's when you go back and you look at that tape and you've got all these sophomores. And all these freshmen, you're saying, okay, these are the guys that you're in two more years. You're all going to be seniors. Yeah. So this is where we need to get. Look at where they're at now. We've got to work to get to that. Maybe we can't get to the level they are right now. But two years from now, we hit the weight room. We do the right things in the classroom. Then we can make it happen here if you'll stay and believe in the program. And that's the other thing that needs fixed. But hopefully some folks are going to work on that. Yeah, certainly could be a team of the future. And with, you know, rules being changed, people not able to switch around schools as much. Capital will be one of the teams that benefits that going to back to how it was. We're going to step aside for a short break. And on the other side, Woody's got an interview with the Huntington Highlanders starting quarterback, Avante Crawford. That's coming up next. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3, and a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com or come in today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. 
ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say Go Highlanders! Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the Tri-State. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! This is Fred Persinger. Join me for high school game night following the Highlanders on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back in here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's halftime as the Huntington Highlanders travel to play the Capitol Cougars tonight, and we're talking to the quarterback of the Highlanders, and that is Avante Crawford, who after starting a couple years as safety, uh, would you say this is where you'd prefer to be? Uh, QB, I've been playing it my whole life. Kind of grew up playing it, switched playing it when I was like, six or seven years old and just kind of stuck with it so yeah it's my position and i'm i'm hearing that uh you know i'm, I'm looking here and you've had five rushes for 18 yards i i understand the goal is a little better than that tonight yeah the goal's got to be a little better you got to set yourself goals and you got to get them but yeah i got to show teams i can really run more than i am showing right now yeah because i'm i mean your dad's donald right that's my grandpa Oh, your grandpa. Okay, well, we were in Hodges Hall together back when, uh, I guess it would have been your great-uncle Gene was the head of the MUPD, uh, Kenny Crawford. Yeah. Yeah, and Kenny, what a good guy he is. So, you know, I've known your family for a long, long time before I started doing this with you. But, uh, uh, you know, it's 15-24 against GW. It wasn't too bad, 150 yards. But uh, what happened on the interceptions? Uh, the one to Zod before halftime, it kind of got out of my hand. And then the one against Spring Valley, it was just a bad read. I didn't see the backer, and I kind of just tried to force something in when I shouldn't have. You know, now I don't want to make excuses for you, but honestly, you guys haven't played a lot because the, the games have been uh, blowouts, especially I what did you have, uh, five or six snaps against uh, South Charleston? So, I mean, GW was more like a second game, wasn't it? Yeah, G-Dub was really like a second game to me. Like you said, South Charleston had a total of seven snaps total in the whole game. So that's really all I had. I played like five minutes that whole game. So G-Dub was really like my game two to me. Wow, that's a, that's amazing. Now, Vontae, what is it you do when you're when you're not here? What do you like to do for hobbies and, and so forth? For hobbies, I either get on the game or I just go out and spend time with my friends outside the house, get with my family, spend time with them or just watch film. Well, that's 
pretty exciting. I mean, you know, it, it, nothing better than that, I know, especially your age. Now, what are you thinking? Of course, you still got another year to go before you really start thinking what college you might go to. But wherever you go, what are you thinking about you might want to major in? Uh, athletic training. J-Roll has took a toll on me, obviously, these years. And athletic training, I think that's where I want to be if sports don't work out. Yeah, absolutely. And and we do hope sports works out for you. It'd be nice to be making money for playing. Uh, that, that'd be a good thing. Uh, have you talked to any colleges in particular or kind of leaning your way? I talked to a few, like Toledo, Fairmont State, West Virginia State, uh, UVA, University of Virginia. They, they're the ones that, like, reached out the most to me right now. Well, Virginia is the top of the ladder there, that's for sure, uh, educationally and football-wise. Uh, uh, you could help them a lot. I watched them play a couple weeks ago. Uh, finally, uh, you know, uh, what are you thinking the goals are for this year? I mean, you know, after winning a championship last year, is it to get back to the championship, or you guys kind of keep a shorter look when you're coming out there? Obviously, the big goal is to get back and win it all again, but we keep a short look over here and just be 1-0 every week. That's the main goal. Vontae, I appreciate you coming out, and uh, all the best. And thanks for stopping by here at Halftime. Thanks for having me. We'll be back with more here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Thank you, man. Wendy's has changed the burger game with their new loaded nacho cheeseburger. How, you might ask? Well, here's a few cheesy reasons. It starts with a fresh, never-frozen beef patty protected by two layers of melty American cheese, crunchy tortilla strips, then, wait for it, creamy queso. Cheese-wise, I mean choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Brought to you by Wendy's. Try Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger today. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutchmiller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutchmiller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchmillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutchmiller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the Tri-State. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. 
to schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! Like us on Facebook. Just search ESPN Radio 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Lately Field. We are nearing the end of halftime. Just a few minutes left. Well, we've got a little bit of a break in the action. Woody, why not go over some other games that are going on around the state? Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, let's let's look at the scoreboard right now. GW up on South Charleston. This is no surprise to anybody that's seen SC. 49-0. They are still in the second quarter. Spring Mills uh, playing North Hagerstown tonight. No score reported on that yet. That is... Scheduled as a Friday game. Morgantown's number one right now, and they're beating Buchanan Upshur 45-3 at half. Cabell Midland is in a tussle with Parkersburg. Right now it is the Knights 7, Parkersburg 3, that game being played up at Parkersburg. Uh, number four, Princeton, is up 28 to nothing over Taswell, Virginia. That game is in the third quarter. Number six, Parkersburg South leads John Marshall 28 to 10. Number nine in double A, Fairmont Seniors at University, and they're beating University in Morgantown. Wow. Seven to three. That'd be a great win for Fairmont Senior. Number 10, Brooks uh, will host Watkins Memorial out of Ohio on Saturday. Number 11, Woodrow Wilson is playing pretty well this year. The three and one, looking like they're going to go to four and one with 35 7 lead over Lincoln County. No report from the Hurricane St. Albans game yet, and that will be ugly. Uh, number 13, Martinsburg leading Jefferson 37-14. That game's in the third quarter. Number 14, Oak Hill leading at Ripley 6-0. Number 15, Wheeling Park is trailing a Steubenville, Ohio, uh, to the Big Red, who are 4-1. 36-21, the Big Reds over Wheeling Park. Kaiser's number 16 out double A, but they're wearing out. Hampshire in AAA, 35 to nothing in the third quarter over in the Eastern Panhandle. Spring Valley beating Riverside, 28 to nothing. We got a note from a colleague. It says Riverside is not very good this year. Washington beating Hedgesville at halftime, and that game is 13 to 12. Point Pleasant in AA is going to play Warren Local on Saturday. Coming up, Nitro and Wayne, a tussle out in Wayne County. And in the OW, it is 7-7 in the second quarter. Herbert Hoover lost their first two games with number 12 Huskies beating up on Sissonville 49-7 in the fourth quarter of that game. No score in from Winfield and Logan. That game should be nearing halftime. Mingo Central's number five, and they're beating number 14 Independence 16-6. Scott Chapmanville, no report from that school yet, just like number two Rome County and Polka. So the game score is coming in slow. Fred will not be a big fan of that. <laughs> no, we know he uh, won't. In double-A, let's see if we have any scores in the general area. Hannon losing to number three, Montcalm, 42 to nothing. God bless Hannon has been playing that kind of football since I was in high school, and they just get out there every year and get after people. Yep. Number five, man, is three and one. They're beating Wyoming East out of double-A, 48 to nothing, second quarter for that game. Number 11, Sherman beating is losing to Ravens with 10 nothing at home. Sherman tied down in uh, Boone County. 
I almost uh, flunked my West Virginia test. <laughs> uh, and finally, Tulsa, Phelps, Kentucky. Uh, that game is not reporting a score so far either. So that's the scoreboard on the high school games that are going tonight. The stats, they tell the same story that we we called in the first half. Four capital, 12 rushes, minus three yards. And uh, it would be worse. I didn't even throw the 15 yards on the bad snap. Or it would be 13 rushes for minus 18 yards in the first half. Four of 13 passing for 93 yards. But uh, most of that came on a 65-yard pass. And uh, two interceptions by Huntington so far. Four punts. For a 21.2-yard average, because uh, three of them were 29, 29, and 27. The other one was blocked into the end zone by Cam Vesey for a safety. And then for Huntington, yeah, 75-yard uh, kick return touchdown for Malik McNeely. Uh, interception by number 13, Mikey Johnson. Interception by uh, Wayne Harris, number six. Rushing 11 for 113 for Huntington, led by 74 yards on just five carries for Za Jackson and four carries for 20 yards for Wayne Harris. Uh, 16 yards on one carry for Avante Crawford in the game and one carry for three yards for McNeil. 7 of 12 passing for Crawford, no interception, 120 yards. And he does have the 80-yard touchdown to uh, number 11, Tavion Wilson. And a nine-yard TD to Dwayne Harris, who has two catches for 38 yards. Two catches by Malik McNeely for 31 yards. One catch by Jamari Tubbs for 19 yards. One catch for Marcus Dean for 11 yards. No punts for Huntington. 11 first downs. Yeah, the proof really in the pudding with those stats. A lot of players contributing so far for Huntington High and playing well in all three facets of the game. A block turning into a safety, a kick return for a touchdown, offense doing everything you could ask for, and the defense still pitching a shutout. So Huntington ahead 44 to nothing. And they get the ball to start second uh, half. Yeah, so an opportunity to add on and an opportunity for the Highlanders to get some other players into the game. Everybody is warming up at the moment, and I don't see anybody uh, slacking off at all. Everybody full sprint because, heck, just about everybody could see some game action here in the second half. Yeah, about the only guys that are, are over on the sideline. There's a couple taking it easy over there. Uh, 19... Dante Newsom chatting up the referee, I guess, in case he gets in a quarterback tonight. Uh, Cam Vesey trying to get loose. And Robbie Martin practicing some long snaps over there. We might see him at center a little bit in the second half. He's with Jackson Hatfield, the number two quarterback. And I've got a feeling we're going to see quite a bit of him in the second half as well. They did, you know, you've. You've got to play your kids long enough to get a look, get a feel for what they're doing. But, you know, tw- 7 of, of 12 for 120 yards, no interception, two touchdowns. That's as good as half. That's as good a game as some quarterbacks are going to get tonight. So, Avante Crawford ran the ball one time for 16 yards. Probably should have ran it one other time when he overthrew Azaw Jackson over on the sideline. But uh, he's rounding into shape. I mean, he played a little bit last year. Uh, but now he's got his chance, and, and you know, he wants to be the quarterback to stay, as you heard him talking about at halftime. It's, it's been what he's played ever since he was playing Major League football. 
I guess even probably playing out in the street like I grew up doing here in Charleston. <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't have many grassy areas, so we just played where we could. And both backup quarterbacks are on the far sideline throwing the ball back and forth at the moment. So getting loose, it certainly appears as though we will see Jackson Hatfield to start the second half. Still waiting to see exactly what the teams will be working with in terms of time for quarters in the second half. We've seen a couple times this year the the teams shorten it in the second half when it's been a lopsided game and Huntington already leading by 44 points. Would not be surprised if we see something like that here in the second half. Could be. Maybe maybe an eight-minute clock, maybe six-minute clock, or we'll see. Like I said, Mark Mason may want to, you know, run his guys against the twos and threes of Huntington and see what they do. And, and the only way you can do that is with a full clock in the third quarter because the fourth quarter clock now that we're above 35 points will uh, will run without stopping. So except on scores and and a couple other issues. So right now they got 12 on the clock. So it looks like we are going to play a full uh, second half. Huntington will receive the ball to start the second half. It will be Jason Mitchell, the senior kicker, booting the ball down the field for the Capitol Cougars. And back to return for the Highlanders is Zod Jackson. Talk about pick your poison. McNeely, Harris, or Jackson? The trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not sure I wouldn't bounce it through the line and hope that maybe we can grab it before Huntington does in the mid, in the mid guys. And the officials holding things up as there is actually just now been okay. an adjustment to the game clock. And six minutes. Yes, we are going to go with six minute quarters for the rest of the way. Well, you know, I understand that. And I like to say, I would have understood if Mark wanted to play, but he doesn't want to get these kids hurt. And so you play a couple quick quarters here against Huntington's twos and threes and, and see what happens. Ready to boot the ball down the field is Mitchell. Now that the officials have commuted th communicated things to the scoreboard operator, but not a good start to the second half as the kick was shanked by Mitchell, landing on the track and out of bounds. Well, that's one way to keep from giving up a big return. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that they may have told him to do that. Yeah, Huntington. Doing an excellent job on special teams tonight. McNeely running one back to the house. And Harris, with a, a couple of close calls, had one punt that he ran back. But there was a penalty marker on the field. Uh, another where he was in the end zone and faked a knee and then took off. But the <laughs> officials blew the whistle. So Huntington... We'll start this drive with good field position. But the worst of the day, right. night <laughs> at the 35 because the ball went out of bounds. Yep. So, and it is Jackson Hatfield in there, quarterback. And he hands the ball off. It's Winkfield running to the right side of the line. Great blocking for Winkfield. He has done a tremendous job in this duty throughout the season, getting into games kind of as the, seemed like, primary back-end blowouts. Yeah. And uh, that's a sophomore carrying it for 11 yards and a first down. So first and 10 for the Highlanders. Five minutes and 45 seconds left in the third quarter. 
Two receivers to the near side of the field. Hatfield sends a man in motion that way. A couple of jukes made in the backfield. Andreas Reese with the carry. He's going to lose a couple of yards on the play. Loss of two. Now, Reese is a guy we were really impressed with a couple yep. of weeks ago against South Charleston. Didn't get the ball too, too much last week, but, you know, it. It's tough to get the ball to all the playmakers. There's too many of them. Yeah, back-to-back -back tackles for number 10, Jamari Smith. That one, a two-yard loss, or a one-yard loss. Make it back to 45, so second and 11. Crawford standing on his own 40. A quick pass. He completes it to Tavion Wilson. Wilson fighting, refusing to go down carrying a defender with them for a few extra yards. What an effort by the sophomore. Finally, he is brought down, but was able to make his way inside Capitals 40. The ball marked down at the 37-yard line. Yeah, nice pickup of 18 yards there. And it's 98 yards on the game. Yeah, I was just about to say, he's got to be approaching 100 with his 80-yard catch and run to the end zone in the first half. Four and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Huntington leads 44 to nothing. Hatfield sends a man in motion. That's Reese. Fakes the pitch to him. Runs it up the middle himself. All kinds of space, but Stolen. the ball is ripped out. Highway robbery in Charleston. And the Cougars snatch the ball away at the 20-yard line. Same guy that's made all the defensive stops out there. Number 10 takes the ball away from Jackson Hatfield. And then he's tackled by uh, Marcus Slash. Yeah. So it was a good pickup for Jackson all the way to the 20-yard line. Maybe just carrying the ball at hair loose. Yep. He gained about 17 yards and a forced fumble and a fumble recovery by number 10, who made all four plays on that defensive side for the capital. Gives his team the clock with 4.17 to go in the third. That's a good teaching moment as well yes. and a reason why you – Put your backups in this game. All right, Hatfield's probably getting a lecture on the sideline now. High and tight, high and tight. All kinds of people moving there. Yeah, pre-snap penalty. Huntington pointing toward Capital. Capital starting to back up, so initial indications saying that this penalty will be on the Cougars. That's a tough one there. You're at the 20 already. Now you got first and 15 back at the 15 as they continue to struggle with uh, having the ball. Yeah, false start on the offense. Backs them up five yards. It's first and 15 with four minutes and 10 seconds left in the third quarter. Shotgun formation for the Cougars. Valdivia passes the ball. It's a quick hitter to his running back, Camden Harris. Harris able to get past the original line of scrimmage. Okay, I'm not dead sure of all these numbers being out there, but I'm going to say 26, Marcus Henderson in on that stop, along with number 16. I don't think that's – that might be Marcus Dean on defense. Yes, so. it is. Yeah, so Khalif Ty, really the only starter per se, still out there, but he moves from safety yeah. to corner. Yeah, a little – where he played last year. Work at a secondary position. Six-yard pickup makes it second and nine. This time it's a handoff. Running to the far side of the field is David Robinson Jr., but he is dropped in the backfield right at the 
original line of scrimmage. And the officials kind of back the ball up an extra yard. So now it's on the 19-yard line. That'll make it third and 11. Under three minutes to go in the third quarter. Huntington leads 44 to nothing. So third and 11 at the 19. Certainly a passing down and distance for the sophomore capital quarterback, Fernando Valdivia. But this time, not much going on at all. Swallowed up in the backfield. I believe that was Camden Harris. Was yeah, yeah, it, it was tough to distinguish between all of those white jerseys that quickly grabbed a hold of him. And with a loss, that will bring up another fourth down. Tavion Candy in there on the stop, along with number 72, I believe it is, Sheldon Hill, just a sophomore, 5'10", 300. He could be the new Caillou Jackson next year. So that's a three-yard loss, makes it fourth and 14. Under two minutes to go in the third quarter. If you're just now joining us, Huntington with a dominant first half, leading 44 to nothing at half, and we've got shortened quarters here in the second half. Punt for the Cougars is returned by Andreas Reese. He initially dropped the ball near midfield, had to scoop it back up, was able to get close to the Cougars' 40, 40 excuse me, finally brought down at the... 42-yard line, I believe, where the officials are going to market, taking their time to place the ball. Yeah, Reese had two nice returns against South Charleston, including a 29-yard touchdown. We're already down to 139 here in the third quarter. Yeah, things moving fast with the condensed quarters, six-minute quarters, and we'll have a rolling clock as well in the fourth quarter. So that one should fly by. So the ball now on the 43-yard line. That's where Huntington will start this offensive possession, but they might get a few more free yards yeah. early movement. It looked like that time it was uh, the defender who came across the line, crashed into the offensive lineman. Uh, he's trying to plead his case with the official that maybe he was drawn offside, but they're not hearing it right now. That was number 54 out there, Elias Cottrell. So first and five. Hatfield, the Highlanders' backup quarterback in the game, hands the ball off to Bryce Winkfield, running to the right side of the line. Knife's inside the 35, brought down at the 34-yard line. Well, I will say there's one good thing for Mark Mason to take from this game. Uh, he got his... Uh, team has only had four penalties for 20 yards four five-yard penalties that's not a bad thing it shows they're still playing hard yeah disciplined team and not giving up so a four-yard pickup on first and five brings up second and one just over a minute to go in the third quarter Hatfield fakes the handoff runs it himself quarterback keeper running up the middle of the field, slides down before he was greeted by a host of Cougars defenders. Yeah, he had both hands on the ball that time and <laughs> slid down. Yeah, a little there. cautious. About the 23, so give him 10 yards on that when he hangs onto the ball. And now 
45 seconds left in the quarter. Huntington, probably enough time for one or two more plays. Depends on if this is a run or not. Right. First and 10, ball on Capitals, 23-yard line. 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Hatfield drops back to pass, looking for the end zone, has a man. Touchdown, Highlanders, Tavian Chandler with the score. Well, that was a pretty ball that time, 23 yards. He had pretty decent coverage, but he caught it right on the edge line over there, the end zone, with 20 seconds left here in the first half. Yeah, that was pinpoint accuracy by Jackson Hatfield, the junior quarterback. He has done an excellent job when called upon this season. Quick scoring for Huntington with the clock running down three plays, 42 yards, 119 on the clock. I.I. still in the game. His extra point is up, and it is good. We'll keep it here for the brief stoppage in play while the officials Set up the Highlanders kickoff. Just 20 seconds left in the quarter. Huntington now leading 51 to nothing. And really, the backup's not missing a beat, Woody. No, and, uh, you know, that's two passes. One for 18 yards, and then this one for 12 yards. So uh, uh, this one for a touchdown. A very pretty throw to Tavion Chandler, who's kind of finding his way out there as well with all these outstanding players he's a junior he'll be back next year along with Tubbs. so those guys are, are going to be seniors next year and they'll they'll want to lead like wayne harris and malik mcneely and some of the other outstanding receivers on this team and chandler honestly he reminds me a lot of mcneely i mean basically the exact same frame six foot three 170 pounds four Tavian Chandler, and then for Malik McNeely, six foot three, one ninety. So Chandler looking to add on a little extra muscle. Kickoff down the field by II is returned by Robinson Jr. He is able to break out of one tackle. Wow, nice cuts job. back inside, and II having to join in <laughs> to bring him down. A couple of flags down on the field, though. So we will see if the return stands. Yeah, and they threw that flag from back over here on the back side of the play, but they threw as far as they could toward about the 40-yard line, and it is a holding. Yeah, just as you would expect on a return, if there's ever a flag. That, that yeah. is always the go-to. So a hold brings back the great return by David Robinson Jr. Yeah, about a, about a 45-yard return on that one, and great job. So six and a half seconds left to work with for the Cougars' offense. Are we time to run one last play in the third? One late member of the offense joining the huddle. Six seconds to go here in the third quarter, playing short six-minute quarters again. Don't forget, they'll be running next uh in the fourth. And a substitution has been made at quarterback. A couple of substitutions made for the Cougars. Believe in at quarterback now is Braden Satterfield. Satterfield, a freshman. So he, this is certainly a night that he will remember playing under the Friday night lights. That's the last play 
of the third quarter. After 30 minutes of play, Huntington leads 51 to nothing. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! The Drive with Paul Swan, weekdays at 5. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The fourth quarter is underway here at Laidley Field with the Huntington Highlanders up big 51 to nothing over the Capitol Cougars. A solid run, though, to start this drive for Capitol. Uh Good bit of fresh jerseys into the game. Yeah, about six yards for number 33 getting a carry there. That was Zane Livingston, another freshman. We mentioned early and a couple of times a very young team for the Cougars. Eight upperclassmen, 30 underclassmen. Backup quarterback is in the game too, or 28. That's Braden Satterfield, and it's a quarterback keeper. On third and three, he's running to the far side of the field looking for the first down marker, but he is brought down in the backfield. Dante Newsom with a big hit over there. Yeah, really nice play by one of the Highlanders' backup quarterbacks. We'll see if Newsom gets any plays behind center in tonight's game. With the stop, that brings up fourth down and the punting unit on the field for the Cougars. Valdivia getting a break. At quarterback, but yeah. still out there to do his punting duties. He is standing inside his own 25. He's been very consistent. I mean, two for 27, one for 29, and one for 30. So he's done a nice job for them. Of course, he had the block punt that resulted in a safety. And I believe another delay of game has been called on capital that's something they've yeah. struggled with this evening that's, that's the third time yeah third out time. of six penalties and that will back them up five yards it was already fourth down so it doesn't hurt them too too much i don't want to get on valdavia too much but he is a sophomore quarterback he did start last year he's got to have an eye on that clock yeah you know his punch short wobbly and Bounces right out of bounds. It's going to be good field position for the Huntington Highlanders. The ball on their 47-yard line. And with the rolling clock in the fourth quarter, 
already moving along at a rapid pace. That's Three what minutes. I get. That's what I get for bragging on him. That was only a 21 yarder. It went out of bounds. <laughs> went sideways on him. No rush that time either. Huntington was holding back on that. Yeah, just 3:30 to go. If Huntington doesn't score, they could very well find themselves just running out the clock. It's three minutes and 20 seconds to be exact left in the ball game. Highlanders offense jogging out onto the field. And we've got another new quarterback. It's Dante Newsom, quarterback keeper, running to his left. Jukes away from a few defenders. Cuts back to the near side of the field. Oh, what a great run by Dante Newsom. Finally bumped out at the 29-yard line. Yeah, a really nice run and a, a big hit over there by uh, the de defensive man for the uh, Cougars, number 26, made the stop, I believe, and that's Keyshawn Brown. A freshman. So a 21-yard pickup as the medical trainers out onto the field to check on the injured player down for capital. That stops the clock with two minutes and 40 seconds left in regulation. Did not see the injury take place. Trying to look for a number, but he is... Pretty surrounded at the moment. What a great run, though, by Newsom right into the game. And you could tell that he has been itching to get in and make an impact. Yeah, no doubt about that. And he really uh, started up with a nice carry there. A couple of substitutions being made by the Cougars as the medical staff still looking over an yeah. injured Cougar who's down. The 35-yard line and just helped back up to his feet to a round of applause. You know, he might have taken a shot there in the head or something. Uh, another freshman out there, Ethan Andrews. He He's he's talking to him, but he's kind of got that uh, stare up into the lights going right now. So he might have got his bell rung a bit. Yeah, so maybe trying to shake the cobwebs. Yeah. yeah. So the clock starts back up two and a half minutes left in regulation. Huntington leads 51 to nothing. Newsom sends a man in motion, hands the ball off, running to the right side of the line, and now backward and just reverses field for the Highlanders is number 34, who we do not have on the roster, and he's going to maybe get a... You tip or two from the coaches about that one. <laughs> we ran all around the field and had a great run at first, but didn't want to yeah. give up, respect that, but ended up losing some yards in the process. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> all the way from the 29 back to the 41. So loss of 12. That's not the way you want to get your first carry. No. It, uh, it almost looked like one of those plays on Madden where you're, you know, you're, you're just not down. You just keep running reverse field. Well, you know, he started to pick up some uh, blockers and so forth, but uh, they just couldn't get enough guys down. He finally got really tackled hard there. A delay a game now on Huntington. 80 for the Cougars, not on the roster either. We're down to that point in this game. <laughs> Yes, this is the unnamed bandits 
out for the Highlanders and pretty much for the Cougars as well. Five-yard penalty with the delay of game. Well, second and 27 at the 46. Yep, they're almost back to where they started. <laughs> Clock starts back up. A minute and 15 seconds left in the ball game. Newsom launches one down the field. He's got a man, hits him, and into the end zone for the touchdown. Making the catch is Carmelo Sheffield. Boy, that was a nice pitch and catch there by Dante Newsom. And I know his dad would be smiling about that, the uh, former herd player. Yeah, two great-looking touchdown passes by both backup Highlander quarterbacks. With the score, Huntington's advantage increases to 57. Three for three in the second half for the Huntington quarterbacks. Not two bad numbers at all, especially two when QB. you throw in two touchdown yeah, passes. Yeah, two touchdowns. I.I.'s extra point is up, and it is good. He remains perfect on the night and the season. 87 yards on three passes, two touchdowns, 23 and a 46. A great drive by the Highlanders' backups, and this team is really just stacked. You've got talent at really every single grade level. No doubt. I mean, they, they, they really are. It's not just a good team senior wise it is but it's not all seniors there's juniors they're freshmen even sophomores and freshmen who are contributing to this team i think that makes johnny i nine for nine in this game yeah he set the record <laughs> two games ago at south Charleston when he went 11 11 but uh just four plays that time and 47 yards after they moved all the way back to within one yard of where they started but 106 to play here as we kick it off for the final time, we we think, in this ballgame. I.I. still in the game doing the kickoff duties. His right foot with another boot down the field and another touchback. That's his third of the game. Third of the game, yeah. Excellent job from him. All you could ask for, perfect with his extra points and doing a great job making sure that opposing offenses don't have very good field position to start drives. A ton of touchbacks this year. He is just adding them up. So still a minute and six left on the clock. Capitals offense ready to set up shop at their 20. couple of substitutions made. Jogging onto the field is Ethan Andrews, a freshman. Yeah, good to see him back in there. He must have shaken him cobwebs out. And another man running a little late out onto the field. That'll happen in these games yeah. when you're making so many substitutions. Matthew Hudson, important guy. He came in to snap the ball. <laughs> they need him. Yes. And the handoff is dropped. Huntington quickly makes the tackle. There was a wall of white and yellow led by big 300-pounder, number 72, Sheldon Hill, just swallowed the running back. And both teams starting to line up for handshakes. That will be the final play of regulation. And, Woody, this game really went how 
it appeared that it was going to go on paper. A big dominant win for Huntington, 58 to nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, like we said, you know, I don't want to kid anybody. We, we can talk about how good a game they had last week. And, you know, maybe if they hadn't played that well last week, they wouldn't have played as well as they did in this game, uh, because the, there were some things that were done pretty well, but it was just too much Huntington, you know, whether it was offense, defense, special teams, interceptions, uh, kick returns. And when you got the second and third team quarterbacks only throwing a couple of balls and they go for touchdowns, you just got a heck of a team. I mean, it's it's what Huntington does. It, it, they've just, the last two or three years, they're winning games the exact same way that they won two years ago when they were runner-up, same way they won last year when they went all the way to the championship. And that's, as you heard Avante say at halftime, that's the goal. I mean, we're, we're trying to be 1-0 every week. But the goal is get back and win the championship again. And Huntington just continues to add on to its school record win streak. I believe it's at 17, 17 straight 17 now. 17 straight games uh, on the road again next week at Riverside. And then they'll be able to extend the home streak, which is setting at 18. And considering what we've seen in the scoreboard on Riverside tonight, probably going to be a lot like this. So, uh, you know, it's a down two years here in the Canal Valley. Like I read the Charleston Daily Mail today where the legislature was talking about changing the rule on, because what they passed the rule was to have home school people were supposed to be able to transfer in and play at a school. One time transfer, well, it's turned into something else because of the 74 statewide, 47 were in the Canal Valley transferring to another school. Well, that doesn't just affect football. That's football, basketball, baseball, because most of these kids play two or three sports at all these schools. So, you know, your best athletes are the kids you're going to have to depend on, and they're being left with not enough athletes to compete against a Cabell Midland, a Martinsburg, a Huntington, and, and a couple of the other schools. I mean, GW is up on South Charleston 77 to nothing in the third quarter. Uh, you know, uh, Morgantown's up on Buchanan Upshire, 52 to 3. That was a 2 and 2 team coming in. Midland is up on Parkersburg, who might have been a little overrated due to their schedule, but they were still 4 and 0. 28 10, though, Midland up in that game. So it's just where the, the best teams are at one level, and the rest of the teams are playing catch up right now. And Huntington certainly a level above Capital, winning 58 to nothing. We're going to step aside for a short break, but stay tuned in as the postgame wrap-up is next. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall Thundering Herd Football on Saturdays. Huntington Highlanders Football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back out to Lincoln Field for one final time this evening, putting the Finishing touches on our broadcast. Get to the thank yous portion. And first and foremost, always want to thank you listeners out there. You know, we would come out and call the game just because we enjoy it. But you are what really makes it worth it. Somebody's back there listening. And 
back in Huntington. If you weren't able to make the trip up, we are glad for everyone that tuned in and stay tuned in throughout the entirety of the broadcast. Appreciate all of you. I uh, want to say a special thanks to our producer back in the studio, Kenny Sellers. Kenny doing a great job as always as he is, uh, he's a bit of an unsung hero at Kinder Communication. Oh, yeah. He does a bit of everything. Special thanks to Kenny. I want to thank Jimmy Morgan, who, uh, as always, gave us great stats and rosters before we made the trip up. Always appreciate Jimmy. And last but not least, Woody, want to thank you, man. Had a great time calling the game with you, as always. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great game to call for the Highlanders and Hopefully more of the same next week when we make the trip a little further down the Kanawha Valley to Riverside uh, and uh, head to Quincy, West Virginia tomorrow and uh, or next Friday night before we get uh, a couple games. It's going to be big, big games at Parkersburg and uh, Beckley coming to our place for homecoming in two weeks. And uh, then Cabell Midland, always a big game when they play for the Shield and Hurricane at the end. So uh, still a lot of football to be played, and I'd, I'd have to say it's – it's not a wrap yet, but certainly you got to feel pretty well about the way this Huntington team from seniors to freshmen are playing right now. Yeah, you have to. Another big win tonight. 58 to nothing is our final score from Laidley Field. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and have a great rest of your evening. You've been listening to Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tonight's game was brought to you by Dutch Miller Auto Group. Dr. Mark Subic, Marshall Orthopedics, Farmar Stores, ProSource, State Electric Supply Company, Wendy Schmidt Family Restaurant Group. Stay tuned for High School Game Night with Fred Persinger following tonight's broadcast. This is ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, a service of Kendrick Communications.